transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Welcome to Matinee Edition. <laughs> Low brow. Uh, this is episode 29. Ooh, yes, we're got almost. It, got, we're, it, got it. We're almost catching up to my own age, actually. Oh, <laughs> yes, boy. I don't age as fast as podcast as uh, we put out podcast or whatever. Either way, hello, people. Welcome to another episode of Matinee Edition. Your co-hosts, Lucas and Jared. Hey, uh, I'm Jared, obviously. This is Lucas. Dulcent tones, as always, from the two of us. So, Dulcent. You know, we're here to bring you our thoughts and opinions on things. Okay. I'm drifting off. Independent film. Independent, independent film. Independent I'm, thoughts. Getting <laughs> <laughs> deep. Welcome to Mandy Edition, your resident podcast for random bullshit Just and drifting <laughs> off in conversation. I sometimes go back, and when I'm listening to these... I realize how much I rant and ramble about <laughs> dumb shit. And I'm just like, but that's my daily life. Like, I just have to, like, live with that. And somebody, so do you, dear listener. I've, I've known this man since before we started recording this podcast. And this is just scraping the surface. I can go, man. I he can, he can, can go. Eight-hour <laughs> shift. Done. You don't hear the end of it. He steps off the floor to go to his lunch. You just hear muttering in the back. (laughs) That's it, man. I was I was watching some cringe compilation on my lunch break. Who? And (laughs) (laughs) this dude, the most cringy cringy part in the whole compilation was this dude, like it was like a fat guy with like a little mustache, and he was like you know Walmart or something. And he went up to this lady, and in an Elmo voice, he asked the lady if she wanted like edible panties or something like that what the and it was just like fuck? the most creepy thing uh-huh. and I was just like this is exactly what cringe is <laughs> like, I'm cringing I'm but, cringing but everybody up front probably heard me just like back there laughing and just because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like laughing my entire lunch break I'm just nonsense Oh, uh, God. But what do we got this week? We I got... Mean, it's been a soft news week. A soft... A soft news week. Soft news week. Except for Star Wars! Yes, it's basically been a Star Wars week. So uh, many reactions. Oh, man. I'm so about, many I'm takes. Gonna, I'm going to take a back seat on this conversation a little bit. Just because I haven't seen it, I'm going to just make that known. Yeah. This guy, this guy is a good partner. I'm an, right ad- here. I'm an admirable goddamn human being. Yeah. <laughs> wants to go and watch it with somebody he cares about. Oh my god, though. I want to watch Star Wars so bad. <laughs> I literally have watched all the other Star Wars movies. Yeah. Because I've been trying to get a fix. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I will say, so, so I want to watch it opening so, night. That sounds so nerdy, dude. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, you it's saw fine. it opening night. I saw it opening night. I'd like to say, just off the start. Shout out to some friends of ours, friends of uh, friends of the company we work for, Tail Dragger Coffee. The mm. dude behind me, sitting there, uh, drills me with popcorn kernel in the back of the head. What? I just like turn around. Who the fuck is this guy? It's him. Have a very polite conversation with him. The guy that owns the place or whatever. Yeah. 
That dude is such a nice guy. He is. He is. What's his? Do you know his name is? Nope. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's the Tail Dragon guys. It was the service. Like, it was the entire. <laughs> it was the entire staff. They all watched Star Wars. Oh shit! I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. That's classy. Classy guys. Yeah, dude. I was so I was sort of off put going into it because I was like, wow, these customers are sitting right behind me. That is kind of like and it. felt casual enough to hit me in the back of the head with popcorn yeah, which subsequently went down the back of my shirt ah uh, <laughs> that is kind of like okay so yeah yeah a little a little like rough curtsy, Not, curtsy. i don't want to i don't want to feel like i'm being watched while watching something i know, you know what i mean that's sort of how i felt the entire yeah. movie granted it didn't take anything away from it so fair enough fair enough brief spoiler warning on this part Boom. the there it is it's, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. It's yeah, <laughs> don't don't fucking do it. <laughs> it's so close to the goddamn. Mic. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little sampler here. The um, I'll do it. Fuck it. Hit. Shut up, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's it's not I'm an old heart radio with Mr. T. Mr. T somewhere. <laughs> the um, <laughs> no, but going into it, I'd already seen some of the reactions. I mean, the only shit I'm gonna be spoiling is in the opening crawl, and it was spoiled in a trailer. What? Okay, so, so yeah, yeah. So, it starts off. Shocker. And a spoiler. Well, okay, so real quick. I heard that they're only going to be doing that for the Skywalker saga. That's supposed to, like, they're Damn. they're trying to get, yeah, they're trying to, like, make that it. a thing for what those movies were and then, like, move like Move, move on. I, I can't remember, but I don't think uh, Rogue One had a it did not. crawl in it. Solo didn't either. Yeah. So interesting. Anyway, can, I so, like that. So the crawl is going. The crawl is going. John Williams is blasting. John Williams is blasting. Oh, man. It's giving you all the goods. Oh, and I think the, the first just got a rock hard dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was applause in the theater, dude. Was there really? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it goes, what's up? People and are excited. Everybody just yeah. Fuck. There's a dude behind me crying, like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's and. <laughs> so I think, I think I think the first thing it says in the crawl it, so we've known The Last Jedi was not a popular Star Wars movie among a lot of fans it's definitely I mean like I rewatched it recently and like there are there are things you can you can take away from it for sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it it definitely wasn't. It was like not prequel despised. Yeah. But definitely not welcomed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's one of those things of like it really fucked with what people expected. Yeah. For me, I I really enjoy Star Wars. I've played some of the games. I've watched all the movies countless times. But I wouldn't call myself a devout Star Wars fan. Dude, Star Wars means so... I know this sounds so stupid and so nerdy, but I, like, I remember the first time I, my, my parents gave me a Christmas present that was, like, the original Star Wars box set trilogy. Yeah. And I remember, like, watching the the shitty, like, n- like recorded on, from TV tape that my dad had of New Hope before then. And I remember getting that. I had so many toys... Growing up, that yeah. should have left in boxes. And, and <laughs> they'd be worth and then a fuck ton of money. Exactly, and and like Star Wars has just been like I remember camping out for those shitty prequel movies, even dude. though nobody else was, was there. <laughs> dude, I mean, like, like I I like I've been Star Wars has been a part of my fucking blood forever. So and I respect like, that. Like it's the whole thing of I can completely understand how people felt betrayed there. Do I feel like it warranted 
the some of the actors getting personal attacks online? No. No. And that's the thing. Like, like I just recently, I was going to share this with you. So I saw this thing, and it was like, uh, from Empire Strikes Back, it was a meme, and it was like, Luke and Darth Vader, then they're back and forth, and yeah. he's like, Noah, you know, like, I'm your father, motherfucker. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it's like the, like, fans and, like, Disney basically going back and forth, and yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, the oh, fans like complaining the, about, like... You ruined Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, no, and these are the reasons why you, the fans kind of help ruin Star Wars, so, you attack the creator, you fucking attack the people yeah. that are involved in it, and you don't, like, I don't know, it's just, say, you don't let up on that shit. My, like, my people ref- got nasty about it. It's true. And I feel like that stems perfectly into my review of Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it for what it was, but the the only real thing that detracted from this film for me, other than a few like weird writing stuff, was that it really backpedaled and tried to reestablish Dang. what was going on. Okay. It ignored a lot of the Last Jedi, which, and I felt That's like the movie would have been better if it stuck to some of the guns the Last Jedi gave it. Well. But yeah. they, it was really trying to please those diehard fans that fucking hated The Last Jedi. Uh, and I feel like it... I don't like that, though. The I best, don't like fan culture being that much so, involved in the creative process. You remember Rose Tico? Yeah. The yeah. fucking torn apart uh, Carrie Marine Tran or whatever her name is. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. most. This is the most... I, I feel like this perfectly represents how much they cater to those people. She had a minute and 22 seconds of screen time. I saw that online, actually. Bit of bullshit. Which me. is crazy for how, like... She built, was a big like, character in by the, the end of that. Life. Yeah. And, like, you I know... Never, I didn't dislike her. She was underwritten and definitely, like, not a good character. This is it. I feel like she was an unnecessary character, but, like, it wasn't unwelcome. You yeah. Know? It wasn't like, oh, this is, like, this is, like, you know, stupid. It was just sort of, like... You know, if it's it, not, if it's her not, character wasn't there, it wouldn't have like changed the storyline. Yeah, Does, it's it, not Jar Jar <laughs> where it actively detracts. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> they will never go back to a Jar Jar type character. I think. Like, so like, anyway, she so, had, so she what had a minute and a half of screen time? What happened at the beginning of the crawl? Though? So okay, actual spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> actual spoilers, motherfucker. The, the crawl starts with the dead speak. Oh. And it goes a a cry. From Emperor Palpatine rings across the galaxy. Oh my god, they just <laughs> throw it out there. And yeah, I know. So oh it's like shit happened. I I like That's people crazy. are gonna be unhappy about this to such a point that I wouldn't be surprised if they release like a comic series that branches The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. They've been doing that with the comics a lot more lately. Yeah. You can use it as a tool for like a lot of those things. A lot of this film was <laughs> was Abrams going so I made The Force Awakens, and then Ryan Johnson said fuck that to a lot of the concepts introduced in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like, I rewatched I, The Force Awakens just the other day. It's fun. It's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Like, like honestly, like I really enjoy it as a, especially like I mean not just like as a Star Wars movie. Yeah. It's just like a fun movie. Yeah. You know. There's so like in The Force Awakens, it's like okay, yes, like another war would happen. Peace isn't. Peace will never last completely. Mm. There, Snoke is this new asshole. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson went, well, fuck Snoke. We're going to... And this is actually what I thought was the most interesting part of The Last Jedi, was him saying, like, fuck Snoke. I'm going to have the Empire ran by an emotional man-child. <laughs> like, that's interesting <laughs> to me. Like, Kylo Ren running the show seems like a fucking terrifying thing. It does. It Especially does. in the state that he ended The Last Jedi in. 
I feel like he was the only character that, that movie really, really did justice. And I'm yeah. somebody, and I'm an apologist for that movie. He, I mean, he definitely, yeah, his character definitely ended on like a volatile note. Yeah. Uh, he was the only person, and the overriding theme of that film is failure. He's mm-hmm. the only person that failed, didn't learn from it, and suffered the consequences. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. But so, like, going into but going into this movie, without spoiling anything overtly, and we'll talk about this when you watch it, mm. The there were some decisions made in this film that could have, without directly altering stuff from The Last Jedi, could or ignoring it, mm-hmm. they could have rode off of some of the themes of that film and probably made it better. Like, they did some Fair. unnecessary setup yeah. in this film as a means of further ignoring The Last Jedi. That's so weird. So, it's one of those... I mean, that sucks that they have to go out of their way to make plot points to, like, do that. It's one of those thing. things of, like, I would totally have been down with them just... Sort of, sort of changing up the tone. I would like, yeah. but the emperor was definitely as shown by that. So I, it was sort of hand fisted. It's explained away. Yeah. But like you can punch holes in it all day long. Yeah, I read uh, what's his name like Excuse Ian me. Ian McDermott. McDermott. I read. Uh, he said that um, he had talked to George Lucas, and and when they were like making, I think Return of the Jedi, and yeah. Lucas had said that like Palpatine was dead at the end of that. Yeah. Like, and so, you know, like, I mean, I know that, like, in, you know, further canon, they've, like, built, you know, a different story. Yeah. Uh, but it did seem like when they, he was, as an actor, kind of caught off guard, not necessarily in a bad way, but caught off guard uh, from a call from J.J. Abrams yeah. saying, like, we want to bring that character back. It was one of those things of, like, watching the film, a lot, and a lot of my detractors from this fall into the category of mostly nitpicking. Fair. Like yeah, and that, if you that's going, something you have to like be wary that like yeah. as a fan Don't, or like a person who wants to like tear th- like for, for those you things, you have to like like rein what, that let's in a let's bit. be real this but, is a yeah. movie podcast yeah but like, we're gonna I mean, go we, into the yeah. nitty gritty yeah that's I mean that's you going into the film don't let that detract from the experience I feel like after like the first fifteen minutes of the film I was cool with most stuff there's just a Fair. few like holes you can punch in it just because I feel like. To fully rectify and backtrack on some of the decisions in The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. this movie would have had to have been three and a half hours long. Ugh, like, dude. so well, it, and, that, and that's it's a I fun, don't think a Star Wars movie could handle that way. It could the like the it runs at the same pace as The Force Awakens. It's breakneck. That's like, cool. It, like I like that, I do but it does leave it open, especially with all the shit. My bad. Party foul. Fuck, podcast foul. That's it. It's my mom. It's your mom. Hang on. I'm not going to answer, but she'll have to deal with that. The, um, it's one of those things of, like, like, it's, they can only backtrack so far without increasing runtime and not have holes absolutely punched in it. So, I enjoyed it completely. It is a perfectly fine movie. I think the Hmm. audience approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes stands as stands beside that from a critical perspective you could really fucking punch holes in this just why it has a 50% Rotten Tomatoes but then from a fan perspective as a 95% hmm. that's all the answer you need yeah I mean, if you're a Star Wars person you will enjoy this movie well there you go that's it I'm into that and I sort of going in coming off of that Star Wars needs to evolve the Skywalker saga is done it does and that's like that's where uh my my biggest interest I think in Star Wars right now is is that is like where will it 
go? Like, what kind of storylines are they going to pursue? Things like The Mandalorian have been really fucking cool. The first steps into this sort of new realm. And I think The Mandalorian, if it's being... If they use The Mandalorian as a basis, it'll be fucking sick. Yeah. Because The Mandalorian's awesome. Well... So I mean, then they like. I think one of the things is is that they've they've Star Wars as a as a property has seen such expansion in in over the decades. Yeah. Uh, of like like characters, different like you know, planets with fucking different like species on there that have yeah. like whole different traits and rituals and stuff like built up, and so there's plenty of things to branch shows and future movies off of in terms of like subject matter absolutely you know what I mean yeah. like that shit's there you just have to start going through it and doing like solid work with it not just like yeah. not just like tossing out every a solo every now and then you know, exactly like too fast. I mean and solo like is a totally entertaining movie yeah. for what it is I saw but I saw it's something. just not what you want from a Star Wars property exactly like, like every single fucking time I saw <laughs> a video recommended me on YouTube the other day that was just simply titled Solo's fine you're all just mean <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it well, and you can even see the like dislike ratio is like perfectly even even on the video <laughs> so it's it's one of the things of like yes there's always going to have high standards but i feel like the mandalorian has mm-hmm. like it's walked that line it's so episodes, far it really has man like, the episodes are like they're short form mm-hmm. it's telling a different story it's it's the fucking spaghetti western what can i say yeah and it's it it's like a, it it reminds me in a way a little bit like uh kung fu that old show kung fu totally too, where it's just sort of like i don't know I mean, the dude's just like every now and then he has he stops and like finds himself happening to do like a good yeah. deed. <laughs> it, almost, it almost makes me feel like uh, Mad Max too, like yeah, the original yeah. Mad Max films, yeah, where yeah, it just boy. sort of this like serialized like oh he's just stumbling upon something. Yeah, and sort of but constantly going somewhere. You yeah, know? Just exactly. Like, it's just like a, there's never like a. I don't know. You never feel grounded necessarily, yeah. which is a really interesting thing. And, like, it, and it works in a, in perfectly show. in Star Wars. It really does because again, there's so much you can build off of. Like yeah. you can you you can say like, all right, yes, this episode, the Mandalorian's going to this planet. Yeah. Like, and it's, so, how far in were you? I'm only chapter four. Chapter four. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm I'm up to episode seven. I don't know if you're at that episode yet, and I won't drop any spoilers for it. But they go to Tatooine. Uh, and I was like, nice. they they don't direct they don't address it until yeah. later in the episode what planet they're on. But I was like, desert planet, dude. Tatooine. Like, dude, do they? I mean, like that's been a long. Like, I mean, as, so, as as since the show was like announced, I, I imagine they people been wondering if there's gonna be like a Boba Fett presence, a Boba Fett mention, a Boba Fett. I will anything. say, and so Easter yeah. eggs. Yeah, but Easter nothing eggs. like overtly direct. Fair enough. I feel like. It'd be really too hard to bring. I, I like they're building a really solid standalone show. I feel it'd like be really detrimental. I think to try to introduce uh, a character, a well-known character. The at next this point, the next episode of the fucking Mandalorian is gonna start. With, the finale is gonna be started with the dead speak. Oh, no, <laughs> Boba Fett. No, he. Yeah, um, I just like. I just I, don't think it's a good idea. That's something because, I can because see. It's how... so popular on its own. Already. Exactly. They have to establish a strong base before they can try and throw that shit in there. Yeah, people so would appreciate it like, more if the show's on its like third season. Exactly. That's what like I was that, gonna say. You know what I mean, let it run for a bit. Let the characters develop their own personality. Let everyone keep fucking jerking off to Baby Yoda. Jeez, dude. and there, there we go. I'm the first. Like, I will gladly admit, Baby Yoda is adorable as fuck. <laughs> but like, 
I get like there's some they have to get a name for it and the kid is not acceptable. Like nobody wants to call that thing the kid. Mommy, I want the kid. Like no. She just called him no. kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, they kid rock. It, they need to establish a fucking name for that goddamn species. Stop making it so mysterious. Like it just like <laughs> the yodels. Yeah, sure, dude. I'll take it. Like, but like, <laughs> I'm a like I've got a yodel over here. Been <laughs> like, taken by Lacroix. But like, <laughs> shout out to Lacroix by the way. Lacroix. Sponsor us. Sponsor damn it. us. I'm just gonna keep doing that until they Risp. Do. Risp. Crisp. Ooh. Crisp. Risp. Water. Ooh, yes. And it and the cans are also recyclable. I think they're still recyclable. For like another I'm week not, from I'm, this recording. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Fuck Olympia. Shout like, out to Kelsey. Dude, I can't believe that shit. Either way, we're not talking about that on here. Um, That's so, a local yokels for uh, some hard time. But like, yeah, yeah. So I think it's like, honestly, I think I, I would, as much as I would love to see, uh, live action versions of characters like Boba Fett that you might want to explore further. I don't think it would be like I think they they're doing great building standalone shit right yeah. now and they need to f- continue to focus on quality standalone newer ideas within the context of the Star Wars universe. Absolutely. Because, because again, I think there's so much shit there. Why try to like jam you, like, un- need- too many unbelievable elements yeah. back into it when you can just pull so many like elements that haven't been touched out of it. You know what I mean? I mean they do, and they don't need to focus exclusively on these characters that we already know. No. I feel like Mando is like the first step in that. They yeah. realize they can introduce these characters off a cuff that have no... Well, they have like... They have a reason to exist in the canon, mm-hmm. but they're not formally known. I feel like yeah. after the Obi-Wan series, which we know is coming. Yes. Finally. Dude, which is which will be fucking killer. It'll be fucking killer because like... Everyone agrees Ewan McGregor is, like, the one good part of the prequels. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. You can tell that he's really, like, given his all through those movies, trying to make whatever the fuck those scripts were work. Oh, dude. He tried. Did he, you Did you know what? that that final fight scene in uh, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. The script for that scene just says fight. <laughs> oh my god. It's like somebody just gave up there. Like, well, I mean, George Lucas wrote the script, know, and there's a behind the scenes video of him, like, oh, we're here uh, filming, and uh, you look at the script for this part, it just says fight. What is Pretty it? Pretty cool. Start to a fucking fun. Mortal Kombat round? I like, know. It's like, <laughs> usually, and I, was, I brought this up to my girlfriend, she's, a, she's an English per- major, and she mm. was like, when there's a confrontation, whether verbal or physical between characters, there's ways to imply meaning upon that without just saying, fight. <laughs> just just so imagine. lazy. Fucking, fucking, I have the high ground. Yeah. Fatality. Fatality. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm really, even though, like, it, I just, I don't always disagree with Disney. I think Disney will do Star Wars justice. What I did, what I, what I like, really think is strange, and I think it's regrettable, uh, is that um, in terms of like the movies, the last of these Skywalker saga, yeah. I, I think it's regrettable that J.J. Abrams just didn't like commit to doing all three of them. That's the what I feel like that is the one like, thing that would have made this fucking better. The one singular like leader and vision throughout that whole thing probably would have benefited the entire. Feige. Feige. That's the that's the consensus I've seen. Is that's like why even he's with, over there, dude. Even with fans, they fucking they like fans have enjoyed this film, mm. but like not to its detriment, it. That's, I've seen it as near consensus that it would have been better if there was a strictly formatted plan. 
Yeah. And also, I just want to shout this dude out. I I've, I will plug him at some point when I remember his name, but he's a music guy on YouTube who breaks down film score, okay. and he's able to like extract themes from different like parts of the score. Hmm. He looked at Star Wars' music and like two and a half years ago predicted that there was no plan for this overall part of the franchise <laughs> because Ray's theme is just a mishmash of different old themes from Star Wars. Some of them played backwards. Like, it, he really? looked at, like, her main theme is the Imperial March backwards and at a higher pitch. That's like, weird. Yeah. And he was looking at it, he was like, here's the Imperial March, but then it goes into the Force theme, and then you get a bit of Anakin in here. And he was like, I think this just means that there isn't a plan, and John Williams wrote this theme so they could do whatever they wanted with the character. Yeah, they just kind of kept it. Like, they, yeah. like it was like, well, we don't know yet. So. Yeah, and it's one of those like very interesting, interesting subtext things that yeah. definitely make me, like, I'm already a music head. Uh, that, is, that is kind of interesting. It'll make me pay more attention to score and film. Like, it's it's especially with Star Fair Wars, enough. where that's such a big thing. It, yeah. It, that it, didn't it disappoint. Like the, it is like a prominent, like, like element of those, yeah. of those movies. You there know is a mean? point in The Rise of Skywalker where it starts playing the main Star Wars theme mm-hmm. outside of the crawl oh. and <laughs> it was like who goosebumps yeah. it was a very it was a very exhilarating moment there were a lot there were a lot of se- there were a lot of times during that film where it was like everybody in the theater is like yeah Fair like enough, that sort of stuff there were also <laughs> yeah. there were also points with like audible gasps it was a total crowd pleasing film well that's good yeah I mean like I, you know the scores so far I feel like I've been like you said like they seem from what I've heard and whatnot, have seemed to be very like reflective and yeah. kind of like accurate. In a yeah, way. which is fine. Like I mean, like I don't think critic and fan views will ever line up. Yeah, and I think that's kind of. I feel like there's different sets of expectations for both, and that's the reason you just have to accept that. Amen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody's headcanon is going to be a bit better when it comes to big stuff like this that people care about. Yeah. Headcanon's a big fucking issue. And if you're not the MCU really planning out stuff in the future so it all works cohesively, then people are going to be mad. Yeah. And that's something that, like, DC's going to have to learn from. Now Disney, greater Disney's going to have to learn from for future Star Wars. Like, I'm excited to see what happens. Dude, I feel like Disney's in danger, though, of, like, trying to build themselves too many franchises. Like yeah, they have they have the success of Marvel. They have the the, the built in success of Star Wars. Oh yeah, but like I just read, you know, one of the movies coming out next year is another like Dwayne Johnson movie based on like a ride at Disneyland, right? So, oh, like, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, and yeah. it's like and it's like they're they're hoping to slate it as like a off of like like another successful kind of franchise is because it because Emily Pirates Blunt? of the Caribbean did yeah, successful. Yeah. And I'm like. This is fucking awful. Like, is it, is, it's him and Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think which, it's like him and Emily Blunt. Which is like, I mean, I'm not gonna like either the two of them. I, I, I like, like The Rock. Both, I like Emily Blunt. Yeah, but it's just like, dude, they're like, you're basically just making like. That's one of those films that like, if a, I see a that, soft it's really version good. of like Kong Skull Island or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I if I see <laughs> that that movie gets really good reviews, I'd consider going and watching it. I would never go see. But it But then, like theater. this week, they announced the Quiet Place Part Two, and it's coming out in fucking March. 
Yeah, and, but I mean, like that—that's gonna. I, I saw that, and like, I just don't understand why that movie needs a sequel. Like, did you watch that movie? I did, man. I have you no interest. Fucking... I have no interest in revisiting that world. Really? Yeah, dude. I, thought... I was like, that was that was fine. <laughs> I walked away from. <laughs> really? It. I thought it was great. <laughs> oh man. I mean, like, it was cool for what it was, but like, everybody built it up like it was gonna blow my dick off, and it did not. <laughs> my dick was attached at the end of that. <laughs> there were some. That was one of those films. Films where <laughs> you can tell that like people want like when I wouldn't watch it, yeah, I was quiet for the sake of the characters. Like there is that scene where she's like going through labor, walking down the stairs, steps on a nail, yeah, and I was just like, <gasps> like to shut myself up, I just, and I was like, oh wait, this is fake. <laughs> I just felt like I like describing that just reminded me. I got flashbacks of like Home Alone when the one of the thieves is like walking up the steps after getting bashed in the head <laughs> and after getting like slipping down a pair of stairs and then his like shoes get stuck and then he like steps on <laughs> steps on a nail and it's like it's like obviously there's like all these I don't know there's just too much it just it's, jammed in there to make this like a real life situation. <laughs> like, it's fucking sound detecting aliens. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole um. <laughs> it's the whole like it's all the it's all the framing you put on it. That scene could have been hilarious comedy in another movie, but people would have been laughing. It was so fucking tense. I'm okay with it. I mean, like I yeah. I mean, I I'm not talking. It, it probably does deserve it. I just like I don't see myself like I'll wait till it comes out on HBO. Cool, like which, I did for Joker. <laughs> which, by the way, I just saw it on a. I just watched Hellboy. Ooh. I watched David Harbour's Hellboy. Ooh. And aside from like things like like some bad C- like CGI at yeah. times and just kind of like some sort of weakly introduced characters, that movie is actually pretty solid, I gotta be honest. That's fine. Like it has it has a better comic book vibe than the other two. Really? No joke. Like, at least in my yeah. opinion. And like I I, and you can tell that like they actually went out of their way to try to do more service to the character of Hellboy. I feel like it's a really fucking badly written movie. And it just it just that was my problem with it though. It just seemed like it just seemed like they wanted to shove it out. But like they did yeah. their diligence on some aspects, but then like just dropped it in others. The and it was overall, like, God damn, dude, the you should have just like aesthetic of the movie is actually pretty cool. It it is like it's Although, a good looking film for the most. Part. It has like it has like one of those endings that has that was like the same for basically like Suicide Squad and like The Mummy, <laughs> where it's it? like it's basically like in some sort of evil like demon like witch like lady consuming who has everything. like two pow- yeah who's like too powerful and consuming everything and the main character has to kill it yeah and, like, and it's like it's like it's a gray it's a big gray monster obscured by smoke like, yeah that's yeah pretty much it. and so you're, it was like it was just sort of like that's one of those weird, like parts where it just sort of fell off but yeah. like you know like I said it was like it was like I was surprised because I was just like thinking it was just gonna be hot hot garbage and it was like, it was just it's like, not. It, was like it was like lukewarm garbage and shout outs like I said to David Harbour though I really think like he actually tried to like invest some yeah. actual time into that character which it is, didn't seem to pay off it is, it is funny seeing his his comments after that what do you, or, what do you say about where it where he was just like like the movie didn't do much for the company. Yeah, I don't. It didn't really do much for me. <laughs> like it didn't. I think they. I think they had expectations for it, and it for sure, obviously. Oh yeah. It will not. It was be, a box office flop. It will not be spawning anything else from it. No. It made. I think the budget for it was like seventeen mil, and it made twelve. Ooh. Like I, <laughs> that. It's that sort of thing. That's rough. I know. Uh, <laughs> man. Like I. I just don't like. It's weird that like some properties like that can can like just be so unsuccessful uh but like then you just have 
I don't know, highly anticipated bullshit. Like, uh, like so, <laughs> so, uh, like, oh I was, my god, well, well, I know, it sounds so well, angry. Hard turn, hard turn, because I'm gonna start talking about Matrix Four for a second. Because Here, I wanna, I wanna quickly throw this out there for um, <laughs> David Harbour's filmography, because I briefly mentioned in the last episode he was from Quant, he was in Quantum of Solace. I thought you were gonna say Quantum Leap for a second. Quantum I gonna, Leap. I was gonna be so stoked about that. David Harbour in Quantum Leap. No, <laughs> but seriously, he's like he's one of those characters like he's like a Nick Offerman kind of character where he just started he was in a lot of shit before yeah. you realized he was in a lot of shit. So, Black Widow, DACA, um, some Spanish film, Frankenstein's monster, monster Frankenstein. Yeah, okay, so that that's actually on Netflix. And it's I've a, watched it's a that. Short. It's a comedy for sure. It's really? basically he plays. Uh, uh, a character who's investigating his father or some shit like that who was like responsible for making like the first play recorded on television what? and it's like this play about just it's just garbage and it's actually kind of funny but it's really dry in my opinion <laughs> so Stranger Things Hellboy Animals he was in Drunk History in one episode interesting uh, Human Affairs Sleepless Suicide Squad, Banshee, Black Mass, State of Affairs, Newsroom. Well, you know, you know why people miss him and shit is is when he doesn't he have facial extra. hair. He was in the Equalizer. When he doesn't have facial hair, people just gloss right over him because he just looks he just looks like a a, a soft white guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in so many fucking movies. He was in End of Watch, Knife Fight, Pan Am. Knife Fight. What's Knife Fight? Some it's some old thriller I watched once. He's in Green Hornet. With fucking uh, with, with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, with Seth Rogen. Which what is the a fuck? Quant- yeah, Quantum of Solace. Oh god damn it! I thought you were gonna say Quantum Leap again. I got excited again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's been in. He has like he has fifty five acting credits. There you go, man. That's I mean, a dude. Me- the dude knows how to get around. That's a metric fuck ton of acting credits. <laughs> uh, it's just it's he is one of those people like I hope to see more from now that he's finally had a couple of breakout roles yeah. because he seems like he just really likes acting. Yeah, like it's uh, a craft as a as a something to do. Like, there's I some pretty know. cool stuff of him speaking at like the Actors Guild conferences, mm-hmm. just talking about his method. It's oh, very cool. interesting. Cool, definitely worth checking out. Just look up, just look up uh, David David Harbor Actors Guild, whatever the fuck. YouTube, YouTube. you know, what I YouTube mean? search David. Something <laughs> will come up. <laughs> Something will come up. Um, okay, so Matrix Four. I just want to talk about it real quickly, okay, just okay. because just because the Matrix was such a big fucking deal when it came out. Yes, that that it's insane to me that like the Matrix Four is in pre production. Like it's like Sick. it's rearing to go more than like some of those other fucking movies that have like way more announcements and way more like press. The Matrix movies. versus John Wick Four. Well, so it's like I mean, Fight Night Friday, Friday, Friday. It's gonna be huge. Uh, it's just it's it's just I can't tell. You, nobody knows what's going on with it. But supposedly, uh, the guy that played Black Mana in Aquaman yes. has just been cast as like a main role and everybody's speculating that it's going to be a young uh, Morpheus, right? Which would be a interesting way to go with that and make it you, a prequel. And if you think about those movies, you know, like The Matrix is like this thing, this construct that in uh, the one is like this whole cycle that goes that happens through yeah. it, it, uh, you know the matrix and like through its programming so, yeah, yeah. so we saw one cycle of that right yeah in those first few in those first movies so perhaps it could just be exploring like the cycle that happened before that or like 
perhaps like yeah i mean or it could even be going or it could be going in a completely different direction and going in the future yeah which wouldn't make any sense because that future like i don't think i think it'd be harder to for the wokowskis to go and try and develop a future uh post the like I what happened like they in matrix revolution the cycle to some regard well and that yeah exactly and so like it would be harder for them to like create completely new shit yeah Whereas it'd be easier for them to say, like, let's look at something that's slightly familiar with viewers, like the old Matrix and yeah. like a different, like, version of that I feel cycle. like my only worry when it comes to them making a prequel about Morpheus, I think it's interesting. Well, not necessarily. I hope it's not necessarily about Morpheus. Yeah, yeah. But or at least with him playing a part as a younger character. Yeah. They run the risk of what I feel like The Hobbit did, mm. where it's following up something super iconic and expanding on it more than we really needed it to. Like, I feel, yeah. I feel like the Hobbit films could have been one film because the book is shorter than any of the Lord of the totally. Rings books. But one of, those, one of the reasons that that, I, th- I think, is the case is because every because the Hobbit, there is a grounded base to that work. Exactly. You know what the book is. You know that the book could be told in one movie. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this is a new property that is getting pulled out of somebody's it's asshole, and so, it's, and so you don't really know what to that. Shit. So you don't really know... Kicking the mic. Yeah, it jiggles it. Uh, but so you don't really know what the fuck, like, could happen. Right. I feel so it's like it's 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 a little like there's less expectation going into it yes. right away, but there still is because of like the other movies. Exactly. So. Better better comparison still related to the Hobbit, but the Star Wars prequels I feel like fit this pretty damn well. Oh, yeah, that's a good. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. something super iconic that they're choosing to expand on like like a decade and a half later. Yeah. Or two nearly two decades later at this yeah. point. Yeah. And the first expansion went rocky as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> actually I mean I would venture I'd say I'd say that first expansion was disastrous besides like the foundation it built yeah yeah uh, or like framework it built but like the, the this follow up series has been rocky at best oh yeah I'd say even though I like I still I, I enjoy The Force Awakens I enjoy it <laughs> I'm sure I'll enjoy this next movie but yeah, I'm I can't one, keep finding our way back to Star Wars. I know. I'm just wondering about that Matrix shit, though. Um, well, it's it's something in exciting the theory craft, you know. Yeah. But I feel like that's like the one thing you, that people get a bit too caught up in is yeah. they their theory crafting becomes their reality, and then they get pissed when it's not that. It absolutely is what's happened. It, it's something that happens to people, I think. Yeah. Way more than that than before because I think the only reason that Marvel's been able to escape it is because they fucking shove shit down your throat. <laughs> like they don't. Like there's no gap between Marvel films. Like oh, there's six months, I'll get another movie. So yeah. people don't have the time to really fucking nitpick shit and make up their own headcanon. Exactly, because they have another thing to analyze. Exactly. So yeah, which reminds me. Um, so Sony has announced like Venom two. Like they're going. It's happening. Yeah, it's like I mean it's. What's Tom Holland? Well, yeah. Well, so I just saw that they're trying to get they're trying to secure like a cam like a cameo role of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like kind of like the Mandalorian, where it, you know, like I don't think they should try to like make the standalone property absorb other characters like in a, no. like a super heavy role at least right now. Yeah. Like I think it would benefit from like some sort of Spider Man or Peter Parker like. Scene. It's, he's a he's a strong character. But I don't think they should like like 
already jump into like a sequel where it's with like a Spider-Man role. Knowing know how I mean? Sony has has marketed Venom and how they I still haven't seen the first Venom, but like I said, it's fine. I mean they're using this as a branch. Like apparently Mobius or whatever the fuck, like the living vampire Morbius uh, Yeah, Morbius. Morbius. Like, Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, apparently Jared Leto like basically it's like the Joker without the tattoos. Yeah. Uh is gonna that, that movie's still supposedly in the works for for next year. Ugh. It's gonna be like it's Sony's gonna it's gonna be Sony's new movie. That's horseshit. The, um, <laughs> Fucking Christ! The um, but like, what do you think about that though? Like, I feel, do you think, I feel like do you think if that, they like, have a scene with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, they're gonna make it, put it all over the fucking marketing. It'll, he'll be on the fucking poster. He'll be on you know the poster. I mean? It'll be like um, a movie that I personally love, but I was disappointed with for just just for this one reason. A uh, Baby Driver mm-hmm. had John Bernthal's face yeah. all over the fucking promotions, and he had, he had like five minutes of screen time right Fair. at the beginning of the movie. Fair. Which that brings me into something, the Barenthal. Barenthal. So I showed you that photo before we recorded real, but like yeah. there's somebody, some there's like a fan made image of him going around of him as Wolverine with like a cigar in his mouth and some fucking claws and some chops. Only now, after seeing that picture, did I realize how fucking perfect. Dude, like, could you imagine like the ferocity he brought to like the Punisher role though? Oh yeah. And, like, just like as as Wolverine. Oh yeah. Like that would be fucking perfect. I actually like, saw I saw. And he's not playing Punisher anymore. Yeah. So the dude's Punisher's totally done. available. Man. I'm pretty sure they're making that shit not canon too. They're not. Yeah. Like there's. There's an announcement that said that 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 the only shows that would be like related to the MCU would be the future shows. Nice. Yeah. So like that's like Moon Knight, uh, She-Hulk, yeah. and uh, Winter Ms. Soldier, Miss Marvel, Winter Soldier. So like yeah. any of that stuff that's coming up, yeah, is like actually part of the MCU. Fuck, but Agents of Shield is solid though. Dude, I, I can't believe they didn't include Agents of the Shield in that. I was like, what the fuck, dude? There's like direct <laughs> references in God that. Damn shit. It. Which um, but. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that some other time. That, I, I did see a criticism a while back of the Punisher mm-hmm. that was just, John Bernthal's Punisher is just fucking playing Wolverine. Like, it's the same, the essence of the character yeah. after the first pun- season of the Punisher was just Wolverine. Pretty much. Like, this tormented spirit yeah. that just sort of is a loner, sort of being a nomad, going wherever the fuck he wants. Basically, like, hoping to be in one place and then maybe gets in trouble and just fucking rolls on. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like it's so yeah like, steps into a situation not just, because he has to I, but because it's the right thing to I do I feel like that choice is just marinara marinara I think it's just rich and savory I think no, I, I think they should really just like consider that shit who was it who was it that they said um when the fucking uh one of the fucking comic guys said that uh Taron Egerton was gonna be Wolverine though. oh yeah yeah there's that uh Mark Bamar or whatever yeah he, like he announced it and like uh, or if and he, he like said it on Twitter like I've never been I, I was right the first time or something like that which yeah, like yeah. I mean that would be cool but they'd have to be like considering going for like a younger looking Wolverine yeah which, like, which I feel like he could do it though totally. he's actually I the closest like to could. like the actual yeah. Wolverine build too he's yeah. a short dude yeah well and that's the thing like it'd be really nice to f- actually finally see like yeah. somebody short represent yeah. that role somebody short no offense Jacks. to Jackman dude Hugh Jackman uh, was, was he's the choice but Hugh like, Jackman it's gonna be I think whoever takes up Wolverine next is sort of fucked because he's gonna be non-stop compared to this character that non-stop. had 10 years Stop. of character development yeah and a fucking Oscar movie yeah and that's, that's the thing the so like, I was too. just uh, reading about Pattinson you know Robert Pattinson being all like like oh my god like I'm starting to have to deal with Batman fans and shit like that <laughs> and like and it's like 
at least in terms of uh, like like movie bat like people that have played Batman in the movies or on screen. Yeah. He doesn't have like a hard like task to like try to be better. No, no. You know what I mean? Like most of those ba- most of the people that have played Batman, like sure they're iconic for like having been in that role basically. Yeah. But like none of them gave great performances. None of them were like no. like like, I would, like the only you know, one like, I'd argue would be gay, would, would be Bale. Yeah, I mean may, maybe. I don't even think I don't I don't even know if I'd consider him like like uh, I mean like he was gr- like he was good for especially for like what they had. But anyway, I, mean, I just I think that none of them like are that great to like have to compare yourself to. Yeah. Uh in terms of like creating a different like more icon like a, an actual version of, yeah. of Batman. But you're right. Like everybody who tries to go into that role of like Wolverine, for instance, has somebody who's considered like perfect for that fucking business, like that yeah. role. Somebody who just who went through, like you said, like a, like a fucking decade yeah. living that role. Yeah. And, like people like will ha- like ha- and not go easy if into you, the night, like if knowing you somebody botch, else is in it. If you botch a character like that, number one, you're fucked. Yeah. And but then at the same time, like Hugh Jackman had shitty Wolverine movies under his belt. But but people he, still loved him, dude. He, because he was never bad. No. It was never his fault. No, no, like, yeah. The movie was like, like Wolverine Origins was sh- like shitty for for like not Hugh Jackman. Reasons. But Hugh Jackman is a charismatic actor, yeah. akin to like The Rock. You know, totally. Like just this likable dude mm-hmm. who whenever whenever he's on screen, he's devoted to a character, and whenever you see him off screen, he seems like a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. So people uh, people want yeah. to believe in that shit. And know? and then also like he ended it on such a high note with. Logan, like that's really fucking dicey to me. Yeah, it's, Logan was a like a, a wild move. Man. Logan, I is mean, a, paid the fuck off. For Logan sure. is a legitimately great movie. Oh my god, like it, it's it is. It's like it, it it has like such a satisfying journey yeah. in that movie alone. And then you think about like where that character, like his character as Wolverine, yeah. like has come from at least. I feel fuck, dude. I feel like that's where th- they should just ended the fucking. X Men shit and just said fuck Dark Phoenix. Yeah, they. I mean, they sh- they were they sh- shouldn't have kept going with any of that shit. Uh, just real quick because we're about to wrap up. I found this out. I thought you might like this little. All right. Uh, so you know, like the the Marvel multiverse. Yeah, yeah. So technically, Earth one nine 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 is the MCU. No way. <laughs> yeah. Is this real? Yeah. The Marvel shit. Cinematic Universe is Earth nine 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 or well five nines. Uh, and it's, yeah, it says it's like you know like they started with the original Iron Man so no way yeah but it does not include and it makes it specific it does not include the Fox fan- franchises the X-Men and Fantastic Four films oh. <laughs> or, any of, or any of Sony's so this is legit yeah fuck yeah yeah that's awesome because the Sony and uh, and f- or uh, the Fox franchise oh they have their own the X-Men one was Earth, is Earth 10005 so like they're Some they're technically like I think that's kind of what what's kind of cool about those properties that they're technically, like you could yeah. like put like a Hugh Jackman Wolverine in a comic book. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Totally, which would be fucking badass. Yeah, like, and that'd just be like some cool fan service to that dude who like loved that fucking role. Yeah. I think just as much as people loved him in it. Do you ever see? There's a Flash comic relatively recently where the Flash crossed into this other other Earth, like Infinite Earths type deal. Yeah. And it was a in the DC multiverse it's canon, and it was just these like 
spoof versions of Marvel heroes. Oh yeah, I did. I did <laughs> see like, that. It's like the but the Flash managed to kick just the Avengers, the X Men, and the Fantastic All Four's of them. ass. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like it was Wally West, I think. Yeah, it was Wally like, West, and he just like he just pones them all. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching, I, reading through that. I saw a little. I saw it online, and I was going through. I was like, wow, like. DC heroes really are overpowered for the most part. When you look at that, dude, a lot of them. A lot, a lot of them lot have of them. that Superman issue of like they're nearly infallible. Yeah, but I mean that's but that's the thing. Like they they are arguably some of the still like more iconic characters, and so like they lasted that test of time. They lasted the test of time, but we were able to see why the Marvel heroes yeah. have been able to win the hearts of the world in the past ten years. Because they have better movies. Yeah, they have better movies. <laughs> no, also I mean, they're people. But I you mean, know, yeah, yeah, also they're people. <laughs> uh, speaking of people, go out there and uh, follow us on Instagram at Old Heart Radio. Uh, tell your friends to look us up on Spotify and iTunes under that same guys. Yep. Technically, we post to iHeart Radio. Too, but I don't really care hey. about that. Uh, <laughs> it's something. And what else? Oh, Twitter. Yes. Twitter. Old Heart and Space. Old Heart and Space. There we go. All right. So go out there and uh, do something with all this information we gave you. Amen. And. <laughs>